Good evening, everyone, and welcome to um, Actually Comics for, uh, this is May 2nd that we're doing this. I'm not going to kayfabe this for anybody. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm Tristan, and I'm joined, as always, by Bob. Yes. Hello, Bob. I'm not stalwart today. No, I mean, you ceased to be stalwart. I'm sorry. Aw. No, you are. You're fine. You're doing fine as far as your your stalwartness is is not in question. I didn't I didn't even think it was important to mention at this point. You were so so, so known to be stalwart. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to. <laughs> I I just felt like it it just doesn't need to be covered anymore. Uh, today is a great day for comics, uh, and especially because I didn't read a fucking one of them. No, I read. <laughs> That's a not true. I know I you did, read some. I read a couple. Uh, but man, I really Sorry to bust the kayfabe on that. Yeah, I did not do my due diligence this week, unfortunately. Uh, anyway, but uh, we're going to talk about I, them anyway, and I there's a lot, lot of them, it. so we are going to need to start now. Yeah, yeah. You no. Know, oh, thank you for coming to the convention and blah, blah, blah. We did that thing and it was okay. And uh, Nice. All that stuff. That's and cool. next week is free comic book day and you should go to that. And whatever. Saturday, yeah, yeah. May 5th, as per... God's instructions. Plan. Yes. Uh, as, as Drake said, it's God's plan. It is. It's God's plant. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> the We're Venus, already not doing good The on Venus flytrap. It's God's plant. Anyway, uh, we will talk about comic books. He's also God's DJ. <laughs> what about Adventures of Superman, John Kent, number three? You know, it's pretty good. If you're a fan of uh, the Injustice comic books, it's definitely uh, one you're probably already yes. reading. Yes. It's good. Good story, good art. Nice. Uh, we got Almighty number four. Uh, I like it. Stakes stakes go in a in a in things go south in the Almighty. Cool. Uh, which it, it, you know, I don't know. I like that series. It's got a terrible title, but it's it's a good series. Nice. Animal Castle Volume Two Number One is out. This is a sequel to Animal Castle Volume One. Sure um, is. And it's the art is very good. Uh, this is clearly like a European graphic album that's being it's very, reproduced. Very sad looking it's, cats going on here. Yeah, the only unfortunate thing about it is like it should be big. Like yeah. it's like this art is made big to be seen big, and it does take away from it. But it's still very good art, and it's like basically like animal. What not not Animal House, but uh, Animal uh, Animal Farm. Farm, yeah. <laughs> not to be confused with Animal House. Ah, uh, yes, George Orwell's Animal House. <laughs> I can't be the first person who ever made that joke. No, you cannot be. But uh, I really feel like it deserves to be fleshed out. In, that somebody, <laughs> George Orwell's Animal House. I, I feel like there's going to be a point when AI is going to get to the point where we can feed that suggestion in and get a very, a very reasonable facsimile. Of I mean, definitely, you could do Animal Wes House. Anderson's Star Wars at this point. You True. might. Uh, Astrobots number one. Interesting. It's kind of a obviously a Transformers riff. Um, yeah, it's, art was pretty good. Uh, so have, it didn't grab me, but yeah, I'm not a huge Transformers fan. Here's the deal. This is it's insane. So Transformers the comic, it sells poorly. <laughs> like it's not a good comic. Sorry, to I laugh. Mean, <laughs> it is. It is a good comic. It's not. It's not a a big seller. IDW, as you probably have noticed, is about to go into the toilet, mm. and you know they're crashing and burning as we speak. They fired forty-seven employees and gone dark on the Nasdaq, and like I didn't even realize they were on the Nasdaq. That yeah. was the news for me. I was like, they were on the Nasdaq. Yeah. Anyway, they were writing a Nazgul to the Nasdaq <laughs> uh, with nasty Nas. Uh, but uh, soundtrack this, by Nas. <laughs> this is going Nas. to be. Uh, 
a continuation of everyone's favorite Transformers writer's story that he never got to finish. And so all of these are fake versions of Transformers. And it's like, okay, cool. What not? Yet again, making a comic that no one is going to buy. It's like you're splitting a comic that sold 6,000 copies into a comic that's maybe going to sell two. I just... Did they do any market research to see what the demand for a fake Transformers comic was? I don't know. But it didn't, I mean, it didn't grab me. It was, it looked fine, but like definitely. I can't imagine it would if you didn't know who all of the characters were supposed to be. Because they were all supposed to be the same as the Transformers. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Clearly, anyway. it was less than meets the eye. Huh? <laughs> oh, boy. It's exactly uh, what meets the eye. Toilet flush sound. Zoo crew. Um, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Our, yes, thank you so much, weenie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, Avengers, War Across Time, number five. Concluding the saga. Actually, this is pretty good. I just wish it was on newsprint. It would be much better if it was. Let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. Issue 900 of Ooh. the longest running Batman series that isn't Detective Comics and anything else. Uh and just probably my favorite Batman comic I've read in a gajillion years. Jesus, this was a good comic. It was good. It was not the best Batman. Co- it was I it was loved it so much. The thing that's ha- hard for me with the Zdarsky Batman run is how Justice League it is. Sure. But it was really cool and it was a good comic. So I don't like it wasn't it wasn't to me like what it was to you. Or to apparently the entire internet, but um, but but it was good and totally worth reading, yeah. buying, checking out. You know, and, uh, I wait mean, for the and trade. In whatever. defensive of your position, I can see how one might see this as being uh, basically just a setup for one single joke. That <laughs> Actually, that was the thing I liked the best. Th- it's literally the entire like massive journey uh, that you go on. It's like a shaggy dog story for a punchline that you're like, yeah. oh, that was a that was the longest walk in history for a ham sandwich, <laughs> but uh, it was a delicious fucking ham sandwich. It was. It was so. really good. It was really good, and I loved the the follow up. Like the there was like the snare hit, but then there was like a, yep. a, a like a. a a kick drum after yeah, that yeah. that I thought was actually even funnier than yes. the actual setup of the joke. I anyway, agree. It was good. It, it, it's good. Batman's good. Uh, I liked this. It was, it just got a little like very cosmic for a Batman comic. Oh, sure. And I'll, I mean, the multiverse shit I'm tired of too. Some of it is just, it's hard to talk about because obviously yes, you don't want to like spoil, spoil it. it but, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like just like some things it's like, did we need an origin of this? And it's cool, but it's like no one's going to write about this again. Like, no, you know, I don't know. Maybe they will. Who knows? I guess I thought that about Zuranar and that's, that's like fair. a cornerstone of this. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely very Grant Morrison. And I like that. I just like, yeah, it just is more Justice League than Batman. It's really yep. that's my only crit. I agree. Uh, and uh, we got Batman and the Joker, the deadly duo, number seven of seven. So deadly. So Wrapping duo. that shit up. And we got two Simon Bisley covers for that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Two Simon Bisleys. Also, Do I was they... thinking the Joker could use a chainmail bodysuit. Yeah, hell yeah. 
<laughs> were you worried that Simon Bisley wasn't going to give you a cover that looked like the inside of a dark ride from a New Jersey carnival? Because <laughs> he did. Because nice. everything he does looks like the inside of a dark ride in a New Jersey carnival. But it's pretty fucking cool. Nice. And also a Mignola cover that's pretty gorgeous as well. Oh, whoa. I didn't see that. Uh, and also, I like the jock cover, too, which is just the, the Joker smile inside the bat logo. I thought that was cool. Uh, we got Bloody Tree number four and Batman the Audio Adventures in Living Audio. Batman the Audio Adventures is so much better than it has, like, yeah. than you would think it is. It's so good. Crazy. I love the art on it. It's so great. I love it. Yep. This is a, I, I like it a lot. And if you, if you were like, well, this Batman was too cosmic for me, even though I liked it. Right. This is like Batman's Batman. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of what they're doing is that they do have, you know, they've got a, a character, you know, a version of Batman for everybody at this point. And yeah, it's that's that's fine. I mean, there it still feels like they're releasing too many Batman comics, but that's fine. Uh, Blue Box graphic novel volume four is out. There is Buffy, the last vampire slayer lost summer. Number one, we've got carnage reigns alpha number one for people who wish it was still the 90s um yeah. i'm but, not but one the, of those but people. that it didn't look like the 90s anymore hey i'm gonna return to this mignola batman cover yeah. uh, but i'm gonna plant a, a seed in you and our listeners uh someone pointed this out to me today okay and i batman uh mignola stopped drawing shoulders on characters yes. a long time ago they yep. just like none of his characters have shoulders yeah they're, they're shaped like penguins everyone it, is shaped like a penguin it's very strange i mean i did stopped, like i didn't realize mean, stopped it. you mean like around cosmic odyssey time yeah he stopped around then i may maybe i just need to I've go back never and seen, i feel like i've never seen a fucking shoulder on any mignola drawing maybe it's him every hellboy is kind looks of... like a penguin like they're all shaped like that huh all right. Next time, I'll follow up next, next yeah, week. Yeah, because I'm telling you, I don't remember seeing a shoulder in a Mignola drawing in many, many, many a year. Anyway, uh, we got Crossplay Love, Otaku X Punk, Graphic Novel Volume 4, Cult of Carnage, Misery, number one. I did Look, not like this comic. I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked! You can't believe I didn't like it. How could you not love this? It's got... Everybody's favorite character, Misery, which I guess is... It's her first appearance, but not as her secret identity. It looks like Mary Jane. It's not Mary Jane. Okay. But it might as well be. Cool. Uh, it's Liz Osborne. Cheney. Oh, damn. Liz Cheney. If it was Liz Cheney, that would be, Cheney, better if it was that would be fascinating. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, so Oh, this that's why you had to leave. Now I get it. You weren't forced out of the Republican caucus. You just <laughs> became a carnage. You became a carnage. Uh, okay. Dark Spaces trade paperback wildfire. That is the Scott Snyder firefighter story that IDW put out. Oh, I and I remember it. I, I remember it so well. Don't. Uh, and here's some. Here's the thing that's not a comic book, but is a thing that I have been asked for. I swear to God no less than a hundred times since we've opened and we have looked like at every distributor i've tried to get this shit in could never do it and i finally found it at my last literally the place i get my tech decks from 
Uh, these guys had them. It is a deluxe cribbage board. Ooh. Finally, we have cribbage boards. We have been asked so often oh, for cribbage cool. boards. And so we have them now. We have multiples of them. I'm very happy to be able to say, yes, we have cribbage boards. Interesting. I literally, the last time someone asked was yesterday after wow. I'd ordered them, you huh. know, two weeks ago. It's interesting. They don't. I, I wouldn't think a cribbage board would be terribly hard to find. You wouldn't think that. And I think that's the problem is that just everyone's like, well, you know, people make them in their garages, you know, like or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, but then they don't make them available to anyone. It's not like everybody has one. Who taught you to play cribbage? I've never played cribbage. Oh, wow. Don't My even... grandfather taught me. I know that there's a lot of counting involved and yeah. I have numeric dyslexia, so oh, I would not be a good cribbage yeah. player. Yeah, it's a like a reflex game, but also a counting game. Yeah, I'm not good at counting. Yeah. I'm not the person to take to Rain Man your uh, your adventures in Las Vegas. It's one of those games that when you play somebody who's really good at it, it's just really frustrating because you're like, <laughs> why am I playing this? Like, there's literally no way I can fucking think fast enough to beat you oh. or even compete against you. Anyway, we should talk about comics. Oh. Demon Wars, Scarlet Sin. Demon it's Wars. Another one of these things. It's another it's another one of these Peach Momoko Demon Wars stories. Yeah. I lost the plot a long time ago, but the art's pretty. Yep. Edge of Spider Verse, number one. <laughs> it's fine. It's like that, yeah. that spider dinosaur. You get that spider dinosaur. He's funny. And also Spider Killer. Yes. He's a dark spider armed Spider Man who kills. It's a cool design. I like it. Yeah. It's it's I mean, I'm all for if you're into alt Spider Man's, then yeah, yeah. here you go. Uh Flash number seven ninety eight. I am gonna miss this guy. I loved this comic. It's so good. It's mm. so good. It, even it, it, and I'll say that as a person who hates when superheroes have kids, now Wally has a third kid and I still <laughs> loved it. That's how good it is. He's having children in the speed force he's like literally like the speed of a rabbit like he's like he it's like he's he might be called rabbit man yep because he's breeding like a rabbit yes i don't know i don't like the idea that he needs a third fucking kid but um whatever it, it's still great um don't worry the next writer is going to kill him off in a brutal no the rex lighter writer is going to send him into the cosmos and uh, and he's going to be separated from all of the moss moss the whatever's I think I don't know I don't really know I don't care it's fine I'll probably still buy it because it's a flash comic I oh flash. god can you imagine like the flash having like three kids two of them get the speed force and one of them doesn't that was actually part of the when when they first when he first had kids that was the deal one of them was and one of them wasn't but then they gave the other one that didn't have speed he got like speed force like strength somehow or something like that i don't know well that's nice. i honestly don't like pay any attention to the children i don't know what they do yes. i understand that the girl is the new kid flash basically but there's already two kid flashes because there's impulse and then there's yes. kid flash and i don't know she it's could like be the new kid rock oh god <laughs> uh anyway we also have Groot number one, a comic that I really wish I had read. It's yeah, it was written good. by freaking Dan Abnett it's for crap's sake. Yeah, if you 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 want, that's one of the two people who I would most want to write a, a Groot series. Yes, the other one being uh, Lansing, Andy Lanning, 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 Lanning. Yeah, Lansing is the place in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. 
<laughs> I, you know, I get confused with the town in Michigan and the guy that wrote Guardians of the Galaxy. That's all right. I was Googling that Ryan North, Erica Henderson graphic novel, and I Googled it as North Henderson, and it came up as like 14 different towns. Sure. Of course. Heading up on North Henderson. North Henderson there. Uh, Hairball, number two of four. It's great. It is fucking great. This book is amazing. and uh, I love Matt Kent's line of comics, and yeah. this one is great. I've said it before, but this is like this is one of those layup kind of stories yeah. where anybody could make this story and make it work and phone it the fuck in. And this is so much not to the story you think it's going to be like the version that some boring asshole would have made of this. Yeah. Nope. It's not that. It's real good. It's not just a rehash of in my mind. I was like, oh, this is just going to be uh, another version of Cat's Eye. And it is not. Yeah, the um, only my only critique of this might be like it would be a really good trade, and yeah, yeah. like if you're not, I agree. Uh, he does not write in, like issues. I don't think. I, I don't. Think he, well, actually, stuff. I think he does, and I like the aesthetic Oof. of his issues mind too. Mind management. Like, I never really like mind management. Was like, yeah, I could not follow that from issue to issue. It was serialized pretty pretty well but i i love that he takes the tactile uh into yeah, consideration oh, like he's I, one of the only people so that his good. comics come out it's the thing that pr- convinces me that like they they could all do it mm-hmm. oh yeah i, I wish they didn't course. have cardstock covers but you know whatever anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> i yeah i, I definitely I should just like make the, my own comic and stop complaining i like the presentation a lot yeah uh, I but you know what I do I hate this place and also fuck this place to be fair <laughs> number yeah. eight this has gone in a very strange direction I really? dropped it a few issues ago and then I read this one I'm I was looking like, at huh. the cover and I'm like why the fuck am I not reading this yeah pretty much as uh, soon as I saw the like uh, what is it it looks like the the spider creature from uh, vampire planet or whatever that I don't know that but it does it is, is a massive spider creature um yeah, basically, like, it went in a very different direction than I was expecting it. And I dropped it, like, three issues ago, and I might go back and get them um, because it looks pretty good. Uh, this issue was good. Immortal X-Men number 11 with a pretty sweet fucking storm cover. That is a that is a beautiful cover. I will say, I finally, it's it's nice to finally see some fucking repercussions <laughs> yeah, yeah. in this comic book. Yep. Um, I'm still not on board till it's over, but, uh, <laughs> you know, kudos. Kodos. Kodos. Please, Kangs and Kodos is to where they belong. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just feeling British today. <laughs> kudos. Cosmos. Cosmos. Uh, man. Yes. Let's see. What else do we have here? There's so many covers to Immortal X-Men. Uh, Joe Fixit, number five, with, as you pointed out to me, just a fucking banger of a cover. I'm going to say the entire comic is great. I haven't read any or bought any of this issue, and I almost bought this issue. It's so I, good. I really like liked part this five so of a five-issue series, and I'm like, <laughs> I want this one. It's Weird. so great. I liked the first two, and I, I haven't caught uh, up. There is I a really enjoyed them. magical uh, Spider-Man Kingpin page uh, that's really good. And uh, it's just basically the way it ends is just chef's kiss. This it's is, really yeah, good. It's, I would I would totally anyone who read Peter David Hulk. Yeah, yeah. But like even those who didn't like it's all the stuff that was cool about that. Yeah. Like this is this is 
some of these things where it's like, oh, we've got Marv Wolfman doing a new Teen Titans comic, or we've got Chris Claremont doing a new X Men comic, and it's kind of like, uh, this one is like, th- there's a reason why this is good. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. it's worth checking out. I mean, I also might be a good trade, but yeah, you lose think, that cover. I think this would be a good trade, but oh, that cover's so good, Kelly Hamner. I would also like to say, uh, just just for the record, it makes me super happy that Peter David is is functional after his stroke and everything. Like that, yeah. I was like super worried that he wasn't going to be able to come back. And holy shit, no, these are still really great. Like there are plenty of people who didn't have strokes who can't like come back and and pull the magic of their old their old writing and he is like it's like he never left it's so fucking perfect yeah but he's doing these kind of self-contained arcs and so it's it's good honestly it's like he like better. They're, they're marvel's just letting him ignore everything that's going on in the marvel universe and it's mm-hmm. like such a wonderful well because he's telling gift. stories from like right these moments in between when he did it before and it's so it's like it's still yeah it's, it's good it's almost like they should have they should have given him his own line or something. It yeah. should have had its own name, and it was just like the Peter David verse or something. And it literally <laughs> I was just, just going to say that all of that, like all of his stories, because I don't think people really realize what they're doing. Mm. Like they don't realize that those Spider-Man stories exist in between big story arcs that he was involved with, and right. same with Joe Fixit. Anyway, it's awesome. Read it. Yes. Uh, the Joker, the man who stopped laughing and became a mixed-up zombie, number eight. <laughs> There's a really great uh, page in the back, the backup story, where every member of the Justice League gets their head exploded, and it's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. It's like Aquaman swimming, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> fine okay it's kind of fun they might they might have gotten me on that one yeah uh junk rabbit number two is out yes not a fan uh lamentation number one. Oh, i didn't i didn't read it it looks cool it's a cullen bun thing and this was actually one of the few things that was on my list to read oh man and i spaced on it because i'm bad but it looks really good um one of my one of the most exciting things for me that came out this week, I don't know if we just missed it back in the day or what happened, but Lot 13 is back out in trade paperback, and it was never released this way before. This was a series that I loved when it was coming out. It was like one of my favorite comics, and I like maybe we missed the fifth issue, or I missed the fish the fifth issue, or something. But it's all art by fucking Glenn Fabry. Oh, wow. Like, has Glenn Fabry done a full comic series ever? Oh, I mean, back in the day, yeah. He I was mean, in British well, comics, but for like, sure. Pre-him pre doing covers. But this is Steve but, Niles yeah. writing a thing in the truth, like 2013 yeah. or something like I that? I think I, he occasionally would do like uh, interiors, but not a lot. He mostly does covers. think of anything he did interiors for. He, I'd have to look it up, but he wow. definitely has. Yeah, uh, but holy shit, it's so good, and it does look. It reminds me of like, uh, it's a haunted host hell story, and it's really good. And I cannot remember the plot to save my life, <laughs> but I, I remember thinking it was brilliant. It's, I think something happens with some people pulling off the road and going. They're like, oh shit, we're out of gas. We got to stay at this hotel, and it's a haunted hotel. Blah blah blah. They can't get out, and it's got crazy shit going on. Right. Lots of gore, lots of madness, lots of you know Steve Nile stuff. Cool. Uh, it's cool. It's really good. If you're looking for a great haunted house horror story with gore in it go for it lot 13 rules 
Nice. Uh, Love Everlasting, number seven. Good. Is out. Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. They're morphin, not morphing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, number five of five, is out today. Did it. It's 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 drawn by Dan Mora and it looks great. And there's a turtle sword. <laughs> I can tell you this. I can tell you these things. There you go, Turtle Sword. I mean, I just like saying Turtle Sword. I think it's like a super mecha Turtle Sword. I'm I mean, not really something I, like that. I would. It's got so. the. It's got that language. Uh, this was. This is another one that I wanted to check out this week. This was another one on my list, but I did not get to it. It is a thing called Mono Myth. I loved it. Nice. Oh, damn it. It was very good. Yeah. This, um, this was definitely on my radar. This is going to scratch the itch that is left behind by a sadly uh, departed Dan Mora series once in future. Oh, shit. Uh, but not because of, like, there are similarities, but, yeah, yeah. like, not derivative. Not derivative. It. Yeah, yeah. It's not even the same thing. So, basically, like, the story here is seven there's a wizard and he has a homunculus and he has one final spell left and it's to draw these people towards him wherever he is in his castle or whatever and then there's these seven individuals who for whatever reason end up he's like there are seven candidates for some reason like it's like surprising to him that there Mm -hmm. are so many and then they come and it's just it's a setup issue, but it was cool. They end up like creating some kind of huge evil thing, and there's a castle with MC Escher esque insides, and the art is very good, and the story was pretty cool. And I think this will be like um, there's there's some it, very Dungeons and Dragons nice in a like. I mean, there's so much of that that's needed in yeah, in like comics. Arthurian People want this shit. Also, the last page there's like this the thing there's a thing that happens that's like i've definitely never seen it in a movie or a comic i mean mean, i've seen things similar to it but never quite just like this people want harry potter but feel guilty reading harry potter so i would not some of this shit too i I would not compare it to harry potter other than maybe very superficially okay but it's older characters Hmm. um they appear to all be adept at magic but like not skilled at it like they have the ability to be magic but like don't really use magic but like sort of do they're more constantine kind of magic magicians um if that and they're from all over the world so like one's from dubai one's from russia i think several of them are from the united states like um it was just cool i really dug it cool i love it um, okay, Moon Knight number twenty three. Finally, that Moon Knight Venom team up that you've been waiting for forever. I don't understand it. It's like the last issue was so good, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I want to read more of what happened in the last issue." And it's just a Venom. I'm it's just like, so "Wait, weird. why is this happening? Why are they pushing the symbiote so hard?" I don't know. No they one cares. Really, are no one cares. I mean, a couple people care, but not a lot. Like, to the extent that I thought this was, like, a separate miniseries right. and not yeah, an yeah, issue yeah. of Moon Knight, it's but it's weird. just an issue of Moon Knight. It's yep. just, for some reason, Venom is is all all through it. Venom is all up in that. Uh, we've got Murky World hardcover by Richard Corbin. Ooh. Very exciting. This is a beautiful hardcover of a crazy, crazy Corbin series. I nice. fucking love it. It's yeah. 
this is like this was serialized in some anthologies, right? Like, uh, like you, what was I, it? I feel mean, like I remember I like it was in uh, like Pacific Com- comics or something like I don't oh, know. I feel like I've read some of these in it? in like a horror. I thought it anthology. was in Epic, but maybe I'm Epic. That's crazy. yeah, that makes perfect okay. sense. I think that's what it was. That would I'm be right. That, that I I I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, My Hero Academia graphic novel volume thirty four is out. My Little Pony twelve is out. One Punch Man number twenty five is out. <laughs> Yay! But, you know he's going to resolve it with one punch, so yeah. you pretty much know how it's going to end. But uh, it's the journey, guys. It's yeah. the journey. Totally. Uh, Parker Girls number seven, and this is <laughs> better late than never. Let's say Peacemaker tries hard. <laughs> This is probably my pick of the week. This is, I mean, we've got Kyle Starks, our, uh, my favorite comic that's going right now, yeah. uh, Where Monsters Lie. Yes. And he is doing a Peacemaker that is like the TV show. What a crazy idea. <laughs> Everyone loves the show. So instead of these like three fucking series that they had in the pipe that were like, yeah. obscurely written like the charlton fucking series it's yeah. like why would you do that yeah i don't know you've got to even if you hadn't seen the tv series yet when you solicited these things you had to know what the tone of the james gunn thing was gonna be yeah it's this james fucking gun this is cool because it it matches the tone of the series of the uh, of the hbo max series very much spot on but it is still a DC universe comic. Like it's not, it's not an adaption of the show, even though it like the guy looks exactly like John Cena. It's like very much like, but he has no, he has a better pet than the John Cena version. You think? No. (laughs) I mean, I do like his pet in this one, but I also really like Eagly. Eagly is pretty great, but uh, spoiler alert, he gets a new pet in this one. (laughs) He does get it. I mean, the the new pet drives the entire plot of this. (laughs) Like, it's it's very great. Uh, It's very good. It's very, very good. It's very funny. And I totally dug it. Yeah. Um, This is uh, highest marks for this one. Yeah. 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 It it, it might... I think that and maybe... I don't know. There's a few that are contenders, but I, I probably that would be my pick of the week if I picked one. All right. Peacemaker. Uh, Poison Ivy number 12 is out. Mm-hmm. Radiant Black number 24. I see why people like this comic that like yeah, it. They do. It's a like cool looking it. book. We have also some Rubik's Cubes in, oh. in case you need some of those. This one's special because it comes with a key ring Rubik's Cube. If you can't bear to be away from your Rubik's Cube. Oh, man. This one can hang on your keychain while you're regular. This one can go in your pocket on your on your ring and poke into your butt while you sit down at work. <laughs> exactly. Really, really inconveniently. Uh, Scarlet Witch number five. I would say fans of X-Men should definitely read this. Also, the art is very good in this comic. I second that. I think this whole series is really, really good, and I have enjoyed it from the beginning. So. I, I would say the quality is high. It's not for me, but it's it, good. I I dig it. It is apparently for me, for one reason or another. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, Shazam. Also in contender for best comic of the I week mean, for me. Come on. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Definitely the best Shazam comic you could conceivably hope for. Yeah, it, uh, it makes me sad that no one's going to read it, but I don't think that nobody will read it. But I don't think it will be like so. setting sales records. But I, I, just, 
I, I don't just know. don't think you can convince people. I think DC people will read it. I hope so. Yeah, I think Mark Wade commands that kind of an audience. Also, it's Dan Mora who's awesome. Also, the comic is really good. Yeah, like I think if someone took a chance on it, they'd stick with it. It's interesting. Uh, it's it's exactly what. Like I'm not a huge Shazam Captain Marvel fan. Uh, in general, I don't like. But yeah. Yeah, I don't. It's it's really good. Um, yeah. I I'm on board for this, and I don't normally buy. I haven't read or purchased a Shazam comic in. I, I don't remember. Like for Eva, pretty much forever, and I bought it. So like, someone's gonna buy it. Uh, Skull and Bones, Savage Storm from Dark Horse is out. It's pirates. Uh, we also have Spider Man 2099, Dark <laughs> Genesis number one. Hey, guess who's in it? Carnage, what are you doing in yet another motherfucking book this week? This Please one stop. is Spider-Man 2099, I think. It is. It is Dark, mean, it, Dark Genesis number one with Carnage 2099 in it. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for some reason, Carnage is in yet another book. I don't know. I don't get it. They I really are either. just like. They're pushing him so hard. Very hard. They're trying to get him over. I don't think it's going to work. Um. We got Spider-Man number eight. Mm. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, I pretty much didn't catch this one in time to miss out on the scalpers. Well, what are people I'll, scalping it for? Because because everybody's favorite character is in it. You know, Spider the character Boy. that we had so many adventures with throughout the years. Mm. Like, you go back to your childhood and you're like, oh, do you remember all of the fun we had with Spider-Boy? <laughs> I mean, that's why it's worth money is because people have an attachment to that character. Just his his catchphrase. I mean, you know it. Yes. Spider-Boy's catchphrase. Uh, it's Spider-In. I got a... Spider-In time. Time for lunch. <laughs> Sp- Spider-Boy's catchphrase, time for lunch. Oh, man. We had so much fun saying that around the water cooler after reading about his adventures. Yeah, collectors are fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, but the FO, the uh, FOMO is... Uh, well, didn't he already have a first appearance? Yes, but this is his first full appearance. Oh, that I see. That thing we were talking about, that with, thing we were talking Adam about with Adam Warlock. I see. I don't... Yep. First full appearance. I don't first, fucking... More like first full appearance. Hey, yo. Yes. Uh, um, buy a copy of this one. It's two bucks in in a slab for 9.8. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Dog of War, number two. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, there, it says it's a dog of war, but I'm seeing a corgi on the cover. And it is a corgi. I don't think that you don't look like a dog of war. <laughs> Maybe he's a shape-shifting alien. That is possible. Uh, Star Trek Lower Decks trade paperback. This is a series that people like quite a bit, and it's written by Ryan North, who you seem to think is a pretty good writer. I think he is a pretty good writer. Uh, and speaking of collectors being bing bongs, um, we got Star Wars number 34, whose main cover is sold out because I didn't catch that quick enough either because it's the first appearance of Darth Dingus and uh, <laughs> Padawan Padangong, and who gives a motherfuck about all these stupid Star Wars um, don't which, don't please don't knock Darth Dingus. <laughs> I mean, he's my favorite Darth. 
my favorite line from the movies was who gives a shit about these fucking star wars when they said the titular line <laughs> yes i was like I mean, oh who's gonna get to say my favorite line from star wars who gives a shit about these fucking star wars <laughs> Uh, but if you want to read the story, which no, it's just for collectors. Uh, we have five other fucking covers that are still in stock that nice. just aren't going to be resellable. <laughs> First full cover appearance. Don't worry. By the time these things come back from CGC that all the scalpers have sent them out to, these comics are going to be worth $5. So, <laughs> you know, you can crack them out of the stupid case and, and read them. Uh, I'm just Sorry. This is me being bitter that I wasn't paying closer attention to to the the website because I hate it when this shit happens. Mm. And I, I shouldn't mean, at I the need, end of the day I need to sell comic you books. You need to sell comic books. The fucking the rent needs to be paid and the rent goes up all the goddamn time. I was just looking at our fucking rent and I was like, What what has happened to me? <sighs> the, like our rent has doubled since I got here. <laughs> it is crazy yeah <laughs> this fucking town and it's not like wow look at this town it's improved so much it's like well now there's a bunch of rich people here but i still have the same scumbags <laughs> like <laughs> getting drunk and puking on my floor but you're fighting gentrification I, by by not looking like a real store absolutely <laughs> by looking like a junk pile in the middle of the street that's how that's how you fight gentrification uh, firing off guns in the middle of the street <laughs> how you yeah. fight gentrification uh, yeah, I mean it's true. If if we if we had professionaled up a little bit, I think that we would be part of the problem. But because but I don't know how to you're do part that, of the solution. <laughs> I guess we're part of the solution. I'm gonna list off some Star Wars. Heyo. Here's one. Star Wars 34. Here's another one. Star Wars High Republic Adventures number four. Here's another one. Star Wars The Nameless Terror number three. That's a High Republic Adventures as well. Hey, we got uh, Star Wars Darth Vader number 33. All right, cool. That's great. We love those. Hey, Star Wars Return of the Jedi Lando number one. Hey, we love a good Ooh. Lando. Now, Star Wars Yoda number seven. What can I get for a, a Yoda? Can I? You can get a lightsaber battle. Light, okay, one lightsaber battle. I've got one <laughs> lightsaber battle for Yoda number seven. Okay, that's great. We got Star Wars. Uh, okay, we're done with Star Wars. All right. Star signs number one it was not compelling to me but uh i would peg it for fans of uh what was that one the mckelvey uh jamie mckelvey series um blurt it's oh, called blurt. blurt yes <laughs> blurt by jamie mckelvey uh what the fuck was that comic called all I all I can think of I it mean, was an image comic probably because it's, all of the covers were people's faces uh, but different faces every time uh, nope can't think of it I'm gonna google it while you talk okay about please do comics. well you're gonna need to talk about this one too because this is one I probably should have checked out because Dark Horse keeps doing good things what is it survival I did not like it survival it was zombie and oh, I'm well a little then. cooked on zombie. Although it was more interesting than many zombie, it was not interesting enough zombie for me to be like bringing it home. But you not interesting well enough done. zombie for me. Well done, I would say. It's okay. like set in Alaska, and actually, by saying zombie, I probably gave away like sort of uh, a uh. spoiler there because it doesn't get revealed that it's zombie until the end. 
Um, I'm sorry. But, you know, that is also, (laughs) let's face it, that's also kind of a trigger warning for people who are cooked on zombies. It's it's definitely like bearded lumberjack Russian murderer. Uh, And I was like, pretty sexy right up until there. Yeah. And then it, then there's some cannibal and then there's some zombie. Nice. All right, Tech Deck Performance Series. We have a bunch Wicked of Wicked and Divine. Wicked and Divine. I didn't even have to Google it. It just Fuck. came to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Star Sign is kind of like that. Intra- it was, oh, it was cool. decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was decent. No, it's, it's definitely one. Of, it looks like a book that is not directed at a uh, at a 49-year-old white guy. White, <laughs> white audience. Uh, but who it likes is Batman. Who like, <laughs> yes. But it definitely seems like something that will have an audience. It yes, it cool. will have an audience. It is a good comic, and it is well put together. Nice. A bunch of tech deck stuff came in, specifically the nicer ones, the uh, performance series ones, the $20 a piece ones. They're cool. Got a bunch of those. But the more important thing is that we got the insanely expensive ones. Oh, that's the one I thought looked really cool. These are $80 a piece. They are pressed wood. They have bearings in the wheels. They're urethane wheels. They're made like exactly like real skateboards. Wow. Nutter butters. They come shipped in a wooden uh, fun box. So like it literally has like a ramp with rails on it. It's got metal rails. Whoa. And like and a wooden. It's just like it's an it's like a fun box. It basically is just it's a skate obstacle that it ships in and it kind of mounts into the back of it so it can, you can display it in this thing that's uh-huh. also something that you can use. Uh, it's This is for people who are not fucking around with their <laughs> yeah, fingerboarding. Yeah, I was going to say, $80. I that's, mean, it comes... It with looks a, cool as hell. It comes with an e-wrench, which is crazy too, on a little keychain. Like So, <laughs> like, literally, you've wow. got your, your skate tool. Actually, it's... Yeah, it's more like an acid skate tool, but... Uh, I'm just really old, so e-wrench is what I think of. Uh, this means nothing to anybody except for me. Including me. Um, <laughs> so, but yes, these are amazing. And <laughs> if this is something you've wanted, we now have them and nobody else carries these. Like, it literally is just like, even if you look online, good fucking luck finding these. They're wow. kind of nowhere. Huh. So, like directly from the company or something. Yeah, even. yeah. It's, they're, not a lot of people are taking risks on this stuff. Uh, but I had, as it turned out, I, I basically mentioned, I was like, nobody asked me to put these up, but I'm doing it anyway. And then somebody was like, oh yeah, Hey, I asked you. I was like, oh shit, that's right. (laughs) So we do have a customer who actually asked. Nice. Uh, and yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward. I hope to God if he buys one that he videotapes skating with it. Cause apparently he's also a really good fingerboarder, which I would really like to see. Uh, we've got finally a compendium for Sandman Mystery Theater. Ooh, this is a giganto, like massive, like like the Fables ones and all those those big phone books. Wow! And it has a forward by Patton Oswalt. Cool. It's really cool. Uh, so you're it's a great series. Yeah, you got you you got your Matt Wagner's and your Steven Seagal's and Guy what? Davis and you Guy Davis is Guy Davis, the nicest comic book creator I have ever met. Oh, he was nice. fucking cool Aww. when I met him. Awesome, very cool. We also have the Thunderbolts Omnibus Volume Three. Mm. Uh, this is when that. I met Kurt Busiek. He was a dickhead. No, I'm just kidding. I've but never met. Him. <laughs> I mean, uh, is this the Kurt Busiek run? Uh, I would assume so. Didn't he write it for the for a long time? 
I don't know. Maybe. We're taking Yeah, it. this is this is the 97 series. Uh, let's see. We got TMNT Usagi Yojimbo, Werewen number two. There's a panel in this. This is the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> There's some really good stuff in this. Yeah. Uh, this is a great comic. Yeah. Uh, we have the trade paperback for Venom, trade paperback volume three, the dark web stuff, which I think of this Venom series was probably some of the strongest that there was. Hmm. Walking Dead Deluxe number 62 is out and one of my favorite comic books period Where Monsters Lie number 4 so good it's wrapping up but it does look like they're leaving the door <laughs> I open I would say to, they are definitely leaving the door <laughs> to open to continue it because fucking A oh my god there's so much I want to just quote from this comic but I'm not going to yeah god damn it Where Monsters Lie so good it's very good Kyle Starks, Kyle Starks is so good I'm so happy that he's like I like that. I mean, I hate to say that he's gone mainstream, but I'm glad that he's gone a little mainstream at least. Yeah, I mean, I mean he wrote a Peacemaker comic. The fact that's that he pretty wrote mainstream, a, sure. But I mean, this this story, calling this yeah. a mainstream story, True. is a big stretch. True, but it is also uh, compared to Sex Castle, it's pretty fucking <laughs> mainstream. A rock candy mountain. Yeah, exactly. Oh my. I do miss God. his artwork though. Like, yeah. I one that's one thing that I do miss is I know he's like one of those Jeff Lemire yeah. that like starts out doing writer create and then like gets and is like I can just make way oh, more money so writing and like just does it and that's cool um you, did you know Mark Russell also draws I did I didn't yeah he I has saw a kickstarter that. right now for uh for a, a book he wrote and drew or yeah, stuff I think no I've, it's like little cartoons he that he drew I should say it's so patronizing little cartoons little, that he drew. little cartoons cuz they're on the internet that's why I call them right, cuz I see them on my phone I mean, and fucking Rick Remender, just an amazing artist. Yeah, yeah. Like, what was that? B- Black Eye Billy or something uh, like that? Or uh, Black Black Heart Billy. It's Black Heart Billy. Yeah, which was created for for Fat Mike. It was like <laughs> it's literally the those Black Heart Billy comics were meant for the uh, for the Fat Records uh, newsletters. Uh, interesting. And he just literally put those. You want to talk about his punk rock fucking CV? He drew this dumb comic just for the the No Effects newsletter, basically. Nice. I mean, the Fat Records newsletter, but still. I've been uh, I followed Dor- Evan Dorkins. Well, I subscribe to his Patreon uh, yeah. on the the low tier, so I just like see the new stuff. He's doing artwork for a Bim Scala Bim album. <laughs> <laughs> it'll always remember. It'll always remind me of having pennies thrown at me by Bim Scala Bim fans when Eggbot opened for them. <laughs> wow, that's not cool. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of cool. It's kind of funny. You can say it happened. Yeah, exactly. It's a good story. <laughs> it's better than, yeah, exactly. Better than them that. throwing full bottles of beer at you or something. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, a fan did that at a show. Mm. It was like, uh, I believe I was offended by it and irritated that he threw it at me. And uh, someone else was irritated at my behest and went to speak to the gentleman, and uh, and he said, "Ah, oh, he's in the he's in the fucking scene. He gets it." And I was like, "What do I get that I'd have to have reconstructive surgery if that had hit me in the fucking teeth? Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> what? Jesus. Uh, uh, if if I told you who it was, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, now yeah. I get it." Yeah. Oh, that dumb fucking skinhead. Yeah. Oh, we love those. We love them. Yeah. Anyway, kids. Uh, we got uh, X-Men Before the Fall. I really wanted to, like, 
get into this and I just like I, I couldn't honestly like I, I read Immortal X-Men and I actually read it and it's the first X-Men comic I've read read in a very long time and I was so exhausted from having read it because those two are right next to each other at the end and so they were the last two comics that I got to and when I got to this one which was number numero infinity the last of I was like I cannot fucking read this I cannot read it it is yeah. impossible to read and my eyes were just crossed and and uh, it took me a while to get them I mean, crossed. listen. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. You I've, know, I, I'm I not have, shitting on it. I just I have gone on record as saying I am not a fan of this mistaken concept that Nightcrawler is a demon and this whole retcon of him having Azazel as his father and all this other bullshit. I think it's stupid and I think it undermines the character in a fundamental way and takes away from all of the things where it's like, look, they mistook him for a demon, but he's really a holy man. Ah, just kidding. He's a fucking demon. (laughs) Dumbass. It's like, that was the yeah, that should, was the whole I th- fucking point. I think they point. should go back to the true the 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 core of the character where he's just a guy who has sex with his sister. <laughs> I went there. I wish that they would just go back <laughs> to the core of the character where he is known as the Nightcrawler and he performs in the Munich Circus. Uh, and he always bleach. <laughs> Frau Luca. Um, yes. Anyway. That is it. So, thank you for listening. And uh, sister, we did it. Yes, (laughs) that's true. And she's a witch. She's a. (laughs) Sorry, she was Brenda Leela. Um, All right, sorry, I cut you off too many times. No, there's a there's a thing where the comics are free on free comic books days. Go to that thing. We're gonna have things going on. There's gonna be comics for Marvel from DC for the kids. Come. (laughs) <laughs> Buy yourself a 1976 Chevy Lamar. <laughs> it's for sale. Free balloons. Okay. <laughs> nice. It's a Toyota phone. I love it. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Bye. 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 Is that Mr. Show?